With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome into the early line. We are live right here on beautiful Wednesday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh, joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside. Donnie, how are you? Feeling good here on a Wednesday, Kevin, as we hit hump day. Tomorrow's going to be some NFL action all the way through the weekend. A few people homered last night, Kevin. And I got to say, I'm pretty excited about it, but also... I don't know what I'm going to do next Tuesday. Should I retire at this point, Kev? What should I do here on Dinger oh, Tuesday? Man. Man, hang it hang it up on top certainly could be <laughs> an option for Donnie. The one beautiful thing, though, is there's so much to get to in the world of Major League Baseball. And where else would we start? Because uh, as we now sit here on August 18th, the New York Yankees have claimed themselves a wild card spot. A lot of season left. A lot of season left. But the Yanks sweep Boston yesterday, Donnie, and have actually caught that team. Yeah, take a look at some percentage points here in the lead in the wild card race for the Yankees as you take a look at the Yankees, Athletics, and the Red Sox basically in a dead heat for the rest of the summer to get in the playoffs. And boy, did it happen quickly. We were doing shows, Kevin, not too long ago. Like, hey, yeah, Boston's got this division wrapped up here. No way the Yankees have any chance of catching them about 10 games back. That lead is already gone and looking to be extended now as the Yankees can put another nail in the coffin for the Red Sox today. Amazing stuff, Kevin. And yes, it happened quickly. We have also talked about how somehow the Yankees still have made like no dent in catching the Rays, though, because that team just always, every single, it's unbelievable how good they are playing right now. Also, this big series between the White Sox and the A's did take a scary turn. A line drive back up the middle goes off of Bassett's head. Had to leave this game early, and it put Oakland in a very difficult spot. The next two batters led to five RBIs, and the White Sox took game two of this series. Yeah, tough moment there as you see some of the pictures coming up here on the screen. Taking a line drive directly off the head, but you did have some good you know, thoughts and good signs here once he went to the hospital. He was awake and conscious, so I know they're going to be doing more testing on Bassett, but also seemed to take the air out of the Oakland Athletics in that game as they got wasted by the White Sox. But also take a look here, Kevin, when you're talking about that wild card race, how do you make up ground, win five in a row like the New York Yankees, but also coupled with a three-game losing streak for the Oakland Athletics, which as we were saying before that losing streak, man, Oakland never loses. Now three-game losing streak, faking some adversity. But the good part of that night is hopefully Bassett's health and able to come back onto the mound sooner than later. No doubt about it. Also another team right now that is struggling to put up the appropriate results are the San Diego Padres as the Rockies power past them. A big-time fifth inning. This is also, though, known as the Dinger game because Fernando Tatis Jr. gets it done. Five home runs in the seventh inning, and yes, the very first one was Fernando Tatis solo shot, a mammoth 450-foot blast to dead center field. I think somebody said yesterday, Kevin, thought Tatis would hit a home run. Why did we like it? Mm. 86 degrees at first pitch, wind blowing out to dead center field. That's exactly where that ball was launched. But also take a look at the Padres here heading down the stretch. Still in the wild card lead here behind the Dodgers, but only one and a half games back. Those Cincinnati Reds. So things starting to tight up, tighten up here as well in the NL wildcard race. 
No doubt about it. I mean, also, I've been getting messages all morning. Be like, Kevin, you did it again. A game with five home runs. Congratulations. <laughs> you are piping hot when it comes to these home runs. I'm like, thank you, guys. Thank you. I, I really uh-huh. do appreciate it. We'll bring the radio audience into the full tier. Thanks to all those that are listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you here on a Wednesday morning, keeping it moving here. The NBA schedule releasing some of their important dates. Opening night. The NBA defending champion, Milwaukee Bucks, welcome the Brooklyn Nets. The Lakers are going to play the Warriors. And, Donna, we also got our first looks at the Christmas slate. Yeah, always the Christmas slate. To me, it's almost, obviously, we know October 19th is the start date for the NBA season, but it feels like the official start date for the NBA season is always Christmas Day, that extravaganza all day long. The NBA does a wonderful job with that, giving us the matchups that we want right on Christmas Day, just sitting back with the family, watching some games, but also taking a look here. It looks like we're going to get a lot of Brooklyn Nets and Lakers action here, Kevin, throughout the regular season in Showtime matchups, and why not? Those are the two marquee programs here in the East and West. The NBA knows how to put out a schedule release and they did it with a bang yesterday the FanDuel Sportsbook has lines available on these oh, games we'll get an early look at those and see if anything does jump out another piece of NBA news though yesterday and this happened a little bit during our show but I have to bring it up Joel Embiid signs a max contract extension to keep himself in Philadelphia an offseason Donnie that's been a little bit quiet for the Sixers this was certainly a good piece of news Yes, it was. Sports Talk right in Philadelphia was getting a little bit antsy and nervous because we do know that, you know, word on the street, Damian Lillard says he possibly wants to go to the New York Knicks, and he wants to recruit guys to the Knicks like Joel Embiid. But signing on the dotted line, not going anywhere. Joel Embiid, one of those guys that digs in, he will tell you each and every time, this is my team, this is my city, and he puts pen to paper there and obviously re-ups there with the Sixers. I believe now his guaranteed money, close to $200 million left on his contract. Boy, oh boy, nice to be Joel Embiid. 27 years old, a couple hundred million in your pocket. Way to go, Joel. Another extension, but this one in the NFL. Jamal Adams becomes the highest paid safety after their he and the Seattle Seahawks were able to come to an agreement. No, absolutely. And this made a lot of sense for both parties here because you gave up so much to get him from mm-hmm. the Jets and didn't mm-hmm. sign an extension at the time of the trade that – you know, Jamal Adams had the gavel here, and he was swinging it because why? They couldn't just let him walk here and say, why did we give up all these first-round draft picks and not even sign this guy? Good for Seattle to get him into camp, but also good for Jamal Adams. Him and his agent played this exactly the way you're supposed to. Also, lastly, the dream is over. Tim Tebow oh. released from the Jacksonville Jaguars. You mean to tell me I can't throw a dollar down on this guy to win comeback player of the year? I mean, he played in a preseason game. He still maybe has a chance. All right, we're taking our first break here. We come on back. We're talking some Major League Baseball. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? (laughs) Yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. All right, we are right back here on the early line. A 
slate of Major League Baseball action to react to. And we're starting with a doubleheader because I didn't think that we would. I Yesterday, Donnie and I talked about this. It, was, it felt like a guarantee that the Yankees and the Red Sox were going to split. But the Yankees take both games and now have actually... Now, look, it's on percentage points, as Donnie mentioned here. But they're now the first wild card team here in the American League. The same record as the Athletics, basically just kind of based on the loss column up on the Boston Red Sox here. Donnie, what a result for a Yankees team that has actually now been able to come out here and catch a Boston team that we thought had left them in the dust. Yeah, it looks like Boston was just going to walk away and maybe just make some additions at the trade deadline just to bolster the lineup. Obviously, they got Kyle Schwarber, but the pitching staff certainly doesn't look like it's holding up to this point. And the bats are going cold here. Take a look at the games yesterday. Three runs in the first game, which again is a seven-inning doubleheader. Second game, didn't even score in that when the Yankees pick up both of those games. Now, we talk about it a lot with sports and sports psychology, Kevin. You can climb that mountain repeatedly, but until you get to the top of it, you can come close. You need that edge to say, look, we're actually in the wild card position now to make the playoffs. That can actually be a boost here over the remaining couple weeks here in August and through September. It's nice that on this, you know, path that they're going, you finally took that lead, actually in the first wild card position, because if you're still that half game back or percentage points back, you're still going, okay, we did some good things, but we're still not in first place. But now you see first place in the wild card. You should have that added kick here for the rest of the season saying, you know what, we're here. Let's not relinquish this lead and another big game on deck with the Yankees and the Red Sox today. No doubt about it. I will just quickly say Luke Voigt, a big home run in this game. He's had three home runs in the month of August. They've all been pretty big. He came out, he goes, I think I deserve to play just as much as Rizzo, who's on his way back from COVID. With respect to what Luke Voigt has given this team, you absolutely do not. You're still batting 243 for the month. Anthony Rizzo's batting like 400 in a Yankees uniform there. I hope that that is not something that Aaron Boone struggles with. He's probably going to have to do a good job managing Voigt, who doesn't look like he is going to give up the first base spot without a fight. But it, that, like, that's still Rizzo's spot. I, I think, I mean, the Yankees absolutely need Anthony Rizzo back out there on that field. I mean, let me, Donnie, right? Like, Luke Voigt, back to a bench piece. I mean, here's what you do. Your team's in first place now. You missed a good part of the season. You know when they come to you with the microphone, like, hey, man, I just want to make the playoffs win a World Series. Anything I can do to help this baseball team, I'm willing to do. Yeah. Behind the scenes, you tell the skip, hey, look, man, I, I want to play every day I can. But why would you go out in front of the cameras and say, hey, you know what? This guy Rizzo, yeah, he's the World Series champion, one of the better players in baseball. I don't think he shouldn't be playing when he comes back because this is my spot now. Come on, man, Luke. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely love to see it. Good old, good old Luke Voigt. What a, hey, some Team good player. results for him, though. No doubt about it. Want to keep moving through some of the action that we saw yesterday. And, Donnie, we've been talking about this for a little bit, and it is, it feel, it's becoming realer by the day. Now, Yesterday, the Reds losing to the Cubs and allowing that team to snap a win streak certainly helped. But the Padres are, are just losing baseball games now. They really are. And their lead in the wild card for that second spot in the loss column is one up on Cincinnati, two up on St. Louis, and only three up on the Phils. The Padres are simply just not a lock to make the playoffs anymore. They're just not. No, they certainly are. And, you know, just a week, week and a half ago, I was saying, ah, I'm not really worried about it. They're still in that wild card position to make the playoffs, but I am starting to get worried about it because not everything is holding up. It's nice that, man, imagine Tatis didn't even come back here. Looks like he's that buoy that's going to keep them afloat here in August until they get everything aligned here and that one through eight and also the starting pitching staff that hasn't pitched the way it's supposed to perform. The beginning of the year, Kevin, in the NOS, what were we saying? Oh, man, Dodgers are a really good baseball team, but look at the Padres. Yeah, San Francisco's mm -hmm. a nice little team, but San Francisco wins each and every night to keep themselves on top of that division. And every night they win, that thread gets a smaller and smaller and smaller on the Padres being able to maybe play these teams down the stretch and win more baseball games to get into the playoffs just themselves. But it is a little bit of a danger zone here. The one thing that we always overlook also, when you go to Colorado, they're a very good home baseball team. Herman yeah. Marquez is a very good pitcher in Colorado at elevation. When you get them on the road, it's a different story. But there's no excuses here for the Padres. They just don't look like a playoff baseball team right now. For the first months of the season, April, May, and June, they really did. Now falling off a little bit at the worst time. I, I do not think you can overstate how good the Rockies are at home, especially when you consider how bad they are on the road. They are 40-21 they are and 21 at Coors Field this year, 
and 14 and 45 away from that ballpark. <laughs> they didn't even have to play respectable baseball away from Coors Field, and they'd actually be in the hunt. It is unbelievable where they are. The other problem for the Padres is there's no world in which they're going to be able to catch the Dodgers. They're now eight back of that team. All they do is win. The unfortunate thing for the Dodgers is they look up. By the way, them winning by one and the Pirates being able to cover another run line in this series, I am sure hurt people's pockets last night. But the Giants, again, another win for that baseball team. Another loss for the New York Mets here. The Dodgers are starting to play the baseball, Donnie, that we've been waiting for, and it just doesn't matter. You're right, and it looks like it's one of those you know, anecdotes that we use in the National Football League or college football. You roll your helmets out and you beat a team. It seems like that's what the Dodgers are doing right now to everybody they face here, particularly the NL East teams and the teams back on the East Coast. Because when they match up, the Dodgers, you know, there's not much of a fight here. David Price isn't a great pitcher. He held the Pirates down. You also saw a 4-3 to three victory, as you said. Most people lined up on the run line because we were talking about a $3 price here as a favorite on the Dodgers. Another key indicator in this game, we said, hey, you should be able to get base hits here. These aren't good pitchers for the Pirates. And it seems like the Dodgers, even though they're a little bit injured, they still run out decent lineups night to night. I know a couple of people had some issues with the lineup last night, but it shows you. You can throw your B lineup out there for the Dodgers against bad baseball teams and still come away with victories. Getting back to the Giants and the Mets, you had a 3-2 victory. You saw the Giants take that early 2 to nothing lead, and they hold on. Once again, the Mets just can't score. It's a good lineup that the Mets have, but we're done waiting on it. April, May, June, July, and August. They haven't hit. They're not going to hit. And we also thought what might happen here, which is interesting, if the Phillies and the Braves run away with the division, it's actually the Braves running away with it. And no surprise here, Kevin, my prediction coming up on September 1st, the Mets five or more back of first place at that time when they were five ahead just a few short weeks ago. Yeah, the Mets have now, as you mentioned there, dropped five consecutive games. A great day yesterday for Atlanta with their win, and the Phillies losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Atlanta is now a minus-145 favorite for the NL East. Last thing I want to make sure I bring up here, Donnie, the athletics yesterday, scary scene for Bassett on the mound. They turn to the bullpen. It immediately goes south as it's a two-run single followed by a three-run home run and a 5 nothing deficit in the second inning. I think the most difficult thing probably for the Athletics right now is that the Houston Astros are on a three-game losing streak and you haven't gained a single game on them. Yeah, that hurts there. And also take a look from a White Sox perspective here, Kevin. We know about the front-end rotation arms that have dominated the American League. But now take a look at the last two games for the White Sox. Watch out here. Dallas Keuchel, good performance. Ronaldo Lopez, good performance. That only buoys everything. And you take a look at the way the game ended up again. Nine to nothing for the White Sox. The big guys deflate Jose Abreu doing some damage. This is a playoff atmosphere. And they are showing their playoff medal right now, as I thought there might have been a little bit of a malaise. Because even coming into yesterday, now we can't predict that a good starting pitcher is going to go down down in the first or second inning. But having said that, how well did Bassett have to pitch yesterday to even keep them in the ballgame after all? Because why? They had four hits and no runs for the Athletics yesterday. Another big-time win for the White Sox. And just getting back to the point, when your average pitchers are giving you front end of the rotation starts, that's a really good baseball team. If, that White Sox team is loaded. If there's something that where they can't get over the hump because they don't have enough experience, then maybe that's what plays out. But when you try, like, hey, where's the flaws? It doesn't really exist on that team. Last thing I have to bring up here. We talked about the Rays and their consistency right now, continually scoring runs. Well, one of the things that's buoying that is a couple of games here against the Baltimore Orioles. They've not only lost now 13 games in a row. Donnie, they haven't covered a run line in 13 games. Like the, the Pirates right now, like if you're taking run and a half, two runs, like great stuff. Baltimore is getting embarrassed nightly. Exactly. Not hitting, terrible starting pitching, and even worse all-time worse bullpen, Kevin, 38-80. and 80. It seems like every year now the Orioles are 38-80 and 80 at one point in the season. Bad franchise. They've given up like nine or more runs in I think like eight of the 13 games. It's incredible. Come on back, talk some SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, 
and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. know that you have to make sure you go over to Twitter and check us out at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. Very, very important to keep up to date with everything that we are doing here on the grid. Again, at SportsGrid and at SportsGrid TV. Give us a follow there. Give us a like. Give us a retweet and check everything that we are doing here on the grid out. NBA schedule release. Now, they haven't done the official release, but the NBA is this weird thing where they leak everything. And then they're like, oh, are we looking at tampering? And then them and their league partners run special shows around it. But whatever. That's up to them. I'm just glad we have our eyes on the schedule. We have the Christmas slate. We have opening day as well. A couple of other things that have popped up. But opening day and the Christmas slate are the most important here. Donnie, let's start with opening day. Bucks, Nets, Lakers, Warriors. Do you think they got this right? Are we, are we excited for opening day based on these games here? I like it. I, I really like what they did because I always think the champion deserves the first game of the season. That's what you're going to get with Milwaukee, and you're going to put a champion. You don't want to put him with a lightweight here. Look at the look at the NFL. You give the champion the opening night on Thursday night, and you say, you know what? We're going to give him the Dallas Cowboys, one of the biggest draws in the sport. That's what you're going to get, that New York City market coupled with Milwaukee winning a championship. I think that was a great move by the NBA, and also the doubleheader. Isn't it perfect here? You give the East Coasters here something to watch. You know, Milwaukee Bucks, Nets, we're going to be engaged in that game. And then also after that, you have basically the main course here. Even though non-championship teams, well, Lakers won one the year before, the Golden State Warriors and the Lakers, let's talk about both of those teams being healthy. That's a great job. And the NBA gets it. I mean, they could put anybody they want on opening night and stagger it, but they know their market and what we want to see right out of the gate. Do we think guys are going to load, manage, or not get ready for opening night in the NBA with these four ga- these two games and these four teams? I thought it was a great job on opening night. I'm looking forward to those two games. I think Nets Bucks is perfect. I think that's exactly what it should have been. The old, I don't know if Clay will be ready for opening night, but LeBron versus Steph, that's a home run anytime you do it. Again, lines are available for those ones right now. No totals. It'd be outrageous if there were totals. Milwaukee is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The Lakers are laying six against the Golden State Warriors. I think that six just jumps out a little bit there with the expectation perhaps that Clay Thompson will not be available. We also had the Christmas slate released. One thing I'm very happy to see is the Garden back at the noon slate there. I know a lot of people, when it comes to, say, the Thanksgiving slate in the NFL, they would like to maybe move the Lions or the Cowboys off of it. I don't mind the tradition, and I don't mind the NBA going to the Garden for noon basketball here. Donnie, what jumps out to you for that Christmas slate? It's fun. It looks like a great schedule. And also, you know, again, the rivalries that you want to kick up. It could have very easily, Kevin, just had, you know, Atlanta at home versus the New York Knicks. But you want that center stage in Madison Square Garden. You want that newly emerging rivalry between two good basketball teams. And then you have the Celtics and the Bucks. Then also, obviously, the Gold State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns. And again, that Christmas Day matchup at 8 o'clock, the Nets and the Lakers, followed by the Mavericks and the Jazz. The NBA, look, it's a long season. We don't get excited for much. When you have the marquee dates here, right, outside of the playoffs you have opening day which they did a great job 
And Christmas Day, it wasn't that long ago, Kevin, that maybe there was one game on or so. And NBA says, you know, let's take this entire day over, stagger the games out. It's great for family to watch the games. It's great for the betting market. You have something going on all day long on Christmas Day. I think the NBA does a wonderful job with that stuff. But also, yes, I like the fact that the Knicks are on at the Garden at 12 o'clock. That's a good one. Because sometimes they destroy like, hey, let's just get the day started off with, as you just said, the Detroit Lions, which is a great move on Thanksgiving for the NFL. Why is that? Because most people are in transit at that time. Hey, the Lions game's on when you get over. Hey, what's the score? I don't know. The Lions down 30 points. All right, that's cool. That's not going to happen here in the Knicks with the Atlanta Hawks here. I like the way it's scheduled. I think it's staggered perfectly. And you have great matchups all the way throughout the day. Before we – I want to talk a little bit about some of the lines for these games. I will say – you, you can always read a little bit into who isn't on the slate. Zion doesn't make the cut. He was on it last year against the Miami Heat, who also didn't make the cut. But okay, you don't know what New Orleans is going to be. No Nikola Jokic, reigning MVP. Don't love that. They're more exciting than Utah to me. Again, the Jazz might as well not play basketball. I, I, I cannot believe they didn't beat the Clippers last season. But those two teams also jump out to me in that the Clippers are not on this slate and the Sixers are not on this slate here, Donnie. I, again, it's a Christmas slate. You want to read into it, you can. But I just wonder, maybe from the league, like, you know what? I don't know if yeah. Kawhi Leonard's playing. And I have no idea what the Sixers' plans are, Ben Simmons. and I don't know what their plan is. I thought those were notable absentees from that Christmas slate. It's a great point you bring up, and I say this because, you know, the NBA now looks like it's more of that NFL cycle. We're going to go 365 days a year. You know, we're going to put out schedules. We're going to have summer leagues. We're going to have playoffs into the summer, and we're going to keep the free agency market. So you have constant, you know, energy here throughout the cycle of the year. Now, the interesting part, you are correct there because you can't have superstars that aren't going to be there. But my question to you, Kevin, is I could see opening day, right? Opening day in the NBA, here's the schedule. But this is their premier marketing for Christmas Day, and it looks like they went with a lot of safe picks, which is fine because they're good matchups. I'm going to enjoy it. But how about in a week and a half, Kevin, you have the Christmas Day matchup already out. Dame Lillard goes over to the Philadelphia 76ers, and now you could have matched them up possibly with the Bucks on Christmas Day. Dame Lillard, Joel Embiid, you know, put them in Milwaukee. I'm not to say there's going to be more juice with the Celtics game, but did we need the Christmas schedule already out at this point? I could see once again, as I said, opening day, opening week, just to get the people excited. But maybe you could have held off a month to say, let's see where every team settles in and pick the absolute best matchups that we can find here. I, I think it's a fair point. I, I, I mean, perhaps they have to get them out and then they want to be a little bit cautious there. But I, th- I think the Sixers being off this slate is really fascinating. Again, like, number one seed last year in the East, there's no expectation that Embiid is supposed to leave. It feels like they could only be more exciting, really, regardless, unless you're worried again about Embiid not being healthy. Like, I think Sixers Nuggets, and you just market that as Embiid versus Jokic, is an absolute slam dunk. And then if Damian Lillard shows up there, that's a mega slam dunk. Denver eliminated him last year in the playoffs. This is why he left. Like, I think that would have made a little bit more sense there. I like that they got Luka on the slate. You absolutely should have Luka on the slate. Like, if there's one team that you'd remove, again, you'd take the Knicks out if you're like, you don't want to do the whole noon garden thing, which, again, that might be a little bit New York, like, bias thing. Totally can concede that. The Celtics probably don't belong on this slate. Look, I like Jason Tatum. He's an emerging star in this league. I don't think he comes with the world of star power, right, relative to perhaps your Jokic's and Beads, Zion's. I'm not sure if, if you want to go there just yet. I'm not sure how good this Boston team is exactly going to be again year one without Brad Stevens. And I think it is notable again, Donnie, just to get our first taste of 2021-2022 NBA season lines. Like, the Bucs are laying seven points on a Christmas game there. That is a sizable number. Do any of these other lines jump out to you when you see them? Yeah, actually the first game when we take a look at there, Kevin, to open the season, Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks, plus one and a half for the Nets. If there's a time, I guess, to bet the Nets, Kevin, for me, wouldn't it be game one of the NBA season? And also you're taking a look at, you know, these guys are grinding to a halt over the summer and saying, hey, you know, some of these guys played – you know, international basketball, trying to win a gold medal, particularly Kevin Durant. But you also have other guys that were just trying to get rested and ready. You figure they'll take it easy through training camp, but everybody wants to be there for opening night. And what a better performance to put on where Milwaukee is going to get their championship rings, and the Nets can remind them, hey, 
If the big three was healthy last year, we would be getting rings and you would be in Brooklyn. Now we're going to show you what the deal is. That plus one and a half is interesting here because, yes, the Milwaukee Bucks won the championship. They are at home. They're going to get some emotional support from their fans. They're going to put the banner in the stands and, you know, wave their new rings around. But don't put it by the Brooklyn Nets here. They're not going to be rested, ready, and waiting for this one on opening night to show the Bucks that, hey, good luck this year. We'll expand on that exact idea in a minute. In fact, there are two Nets games on this board, and they're dogs in both of them. We'll see. We'll talk again. We'll expand on that when we start hard or not, hot or not. I'll have to say this. If somebody says you have to bet one of these games right now, it absolutely would be Atlanta plus a point and a half against the Knicks. I, I can't believe that's the line. I, I cannot believe that is the line. I know they added Kemba. I know they added Evan Fournier. Do we really think... I, this maybe is just going to be a difference between me and perhaps early season numbers. I don't think the Hawks were a fluke. And even if you think the Hawks got a little bit lucky during their postseason run, which I don't really know how you would think that, unless you think Danny Green's the most valuable player in the NBA, like, the Hawks are only going to get better. The entire core is under 30 years old. They had a phenomenal draft. Did anybody watch Jalen Johnson, Shreve Cooper in the NBA draft? Trey Young, another year older. Clint Capella, John Collins, Cam Reddish. Bogdanovich, Kevin Herter. I, I can't believe that they are dogs in the Knicks with the way that they also handled that team last year, Donovan. No, correct. And I, I think you're on the right point there. And also, if we take a look at some other games here, what about right on Christmas Day? Because if you're saying to yourself, maybe Clay Thompson isn't back for the start of the season, it's probably going to be back in December. So you take a look at the Phoenix Suns here at home laying four and a half. I'll take that Golden State Warriors at plus four and a half. If I'm going to get a full go Warriors team, and oh yeah, keep in mind as well, Tea leaves, you know, reading, you know, beat reporters and some rumblings here in the city of Philadelphia. Ben Simmons would like to get out of town. If Ben Simmons lands for a couple first-round draft picks and James Wiseman, watch out there for the Golden State Warriors adding another piece here. So if everybody is healthy and maybe they swing another piece there to the Golden State Warriors, I'm looking towards Christmas Day here. That plus four and a half looks very appetizing for me. All right, new idea. They should announce four or five games, and they should keep a rotating open spot <laughs> yes. for whenever there's some big NBA dramatic trip. Like, whether it's if Dame gets moved, Ben gets moved, Donnie's absolutely on to something here. Like, if they could all of a sudden provide us, like, Warriors, Sixers, or oh, whatever, you know, Blazers, Sixers. Just, yeah, oh, that would have been good. Rotating of NBA slate is absolutely something that they need to look into. What is coming up next year, though, on the early line, some hot or not. We're going to get back to a point Donnie started to touch on there with that Brooklyn plus one and a half and Bede's new contract. Justin Fields, we're doing some more NFL previews today. Got a lot of good stuff coming right back here on SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Wednesday morning, hot or not. I told you, Donnie started to touch on this idea, so I already know what he's going to be thinking here, but why not reemphasize a little bit 
the Brooklyn Nets dogs to open the season. Donnie, hot or not, they'll flip to favorites by the time we get to opening night. Hot as they should flip to favorites on opening night because I guess we're just saying, hey, you know, the Bucks are at home. We're going to give them a little bit of a taste here of victory. They're going to be getting their rings. The crowd's going to be really excited. It'll be an intimidating atmosphere. But did we remember in that seven-game series, Kevin Durant, if his shoe was slightly bigger than already a giant shoe and that three ball goes down, we're not talking about the Milwaukee Bucks celebrating on opening night. We might not even have the Milwaukee Bucks on that opening day schedule or even on Christmas because we probably would have fired the head coach and said, hey, maybe Giannis really can't hmm. get it done. It's trying to change the chemistry here in Milwaukee. A lot of things change over the course of one jump shot at the end of the game. But let's take a look at what the Nets do well. If all three of them were healthy, and I say three being the big three, James Harden, Kyrie, and also Kevin Durant. If they were healthy, I'm not so sure Milwaukee even wins a game in the playoffs versus the Nets. So there's going to be a lot of eh, innuendos coming into the season. Can the Nets do it? Can they stay healthy? The one thing that is good. You saw Kevin Durant sign that extension, Kevin. So we're not going to get any more rumblings about where KD is going at the end of the year. And it looks like that's going to have a trigger effect because if you read from what's coming out of the front office for the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin, what are they saying? We'd like to get all these guys tied up before the season even starts where we don't have, even have to worry about extensions. That's half of the battle with the Nets where their minds might wonder, hey, boy, it'd be really nice playing in Dallas with Luka. It'd be really nice to go out to the West Coast and play with Golden State or the Los Angeles Lakers. If that's not the case and they were focused on basketball and game one of the regular season, we anticipate everybody being healthy. Sign me up for the Nets here. I think you're getting a bargain at the plus one and a half. Absolutely hot. I believe they should be favored in this game. But I'll, I'll go a step further. It's not just hot about whether they should. They will be favorites by the time we get to opening night. I will be stunned if they are still dogs. I know there are trends out there, the defending champions on, on opening night against the number. That's great. No one's going to care. Nobody believed in this Milwaukee team against Brooklyn. I did. I was wrong, even though they won the series. Brooklyn, as Donnie mentioned, was absolutely winning that series. And like probably not even a full health. Just two of the big three fully healthy they were going to eliminate. The Milwaukee Bucks, that's going to matter. Um, just the first opportunity for people to bet the Brooklyn Nets, that is going to matter. And as long as they send out that trio, I really... Now, look, I'm not telling you that Brooklyn's going to lay three points, four points. That's, But they're going to... It's a small line already. Brooklyn will flip to the favorite. Absolutely hot by the time we get to the opening week. One more NBA note for us here. Joel Embiid signs that big-time extension. Happy days in Philadelphia. He is the second choice on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win MVP. Finished second last year in MVP voting. Donnie, hot or not, there is value on Embiid to an MVP at plus 750. I'm going to say not on this one. And it's not because Joel Embiid doesn't have the talent to be an MVP. He certainly does. But for a big guy, you're not going to play all the minutes required. Typically, now we saw Jokic obviously go out there and do that. A little bit different of a body structure. We also usually see Joel Embiid, what takes place here? Getting injured or taking days off just because you have to manage him because you want him healthy for the postseason. And oh yeah, he still got injured in the postseason. Now, you like the fact that he signed that big contract, so it's no longer, hey, let me really make sure my knee is correct here and limit my you know, days off that I have and make sure I'm in the right frame of mind before I play. You have that money in your pocket. You're going to want to play each and every night. But also, reading some things coming out of Philadelphia, Kevin, with signing this contract, we're not even sure that he actually got surgery on that meniscus tear, a slight meniscus tear, which caused so much anxiety for Sixers fans and their organization, which whether or not he's going to miss the playoffs, how well can he be when he came back, he played exceptional throughout that run. So if we're talking about a guy that's had back injuries, knee injuries, and we want him to play a full 82 games, or what would you have to be as the MVP, Kevin? Play at least 75 of the 82 games and rack up statistics all the way through? I love Joel Embiid, an MVP talent for sure, but I'm going to go nod on this, that he has value to win the MVP. I just don't think he's going to be available enough, Kevin. Yeah, I, I thought, Don, there was a chance that we might disagree on this, but you're correct. There's, there's no value on Embiid to an MVP. He's a second choice. He's never going to be healthy enough to win an MVP. I will never bet Joel Embiid to an MVP unless there's like two weeks left in a season and he basically already has the thing locked up. Last year was a shortened season. And I know that that meant that there were more back-to-backs and things of that nature, but basically there were less available games for him to miss. And he, he still wasn't able to get there. Now, Jokic had a tremendous season. Jokic is, all, Jokic is 16-1 to 1 to an MVP. I know it's hard to go back-to-back, 
But how is Embiid plus 750 if Jokic is 16 to 1? I'd rather bet Paul George at 36 to 1. I'd rather bet Harden at 23 to 1 than in Joel Embiid at plus 750. There is no value on that Embiid number. None. Unless there's unless there's some report out there that like he's basically now never going to be hurt again, which as Donnie mentioned isn't the case. There's some you know uncertainty around what is actually this you know whether he got surgery, whether he needs surgery. Like who knows? Joel Embiid might be on his you know. I want to enjoy my summer Scotty Pippen style. There no value on that Embiid number in my estimation. Let's talk a little. NFL. Let's talk a little rookie quarterbacks here because there are odds right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook for some week one starters. They have it available for the Saints, the Broncos, and the New England Patriots, where Cam Newton is a minus 300 favorite and Matt Jones is a plus 230 dog. Donnie, hot or not, because we're going to talk about the Bears today, Justin Fields is more likely to start week one than Matt Jones. That is absolutely hot to me. And we're, we're trying to say, both of, first, first of all, I preface this by saying both of these young quarterbacks should be starting game one for the respective teams. If the, if the health of the franchise moving forward, it's about winning championships, not being competitive when you're taking a look particularly from Bill Belichick and what he brings to the table with the New England Patriots. But let's start in, you know, with Mac Jones and his ability to possibly start over Cam Newton. I don't think there even is a competition at this point. I know that sounds crazy because everything coming out of Patriots camp, you know, Mac Jones looks very good, looks like he can handle the situation. You know, players saying, boy, he's got a lot of swag. He looks good throwing the football. I get that. And I believe Mac Jones, you draft him in the first round, you let him play with this football team. Good offensive line, good ground game. You got him some added weapons at the wide receiver position and tight end position. A lot of guys coming back to that defense for, that were COVID opt-outs in 2020. It's the perfect scenario because to me, Kevin, New England's not going to win the Super Bowl with Cam Newton this year, next year, three years, four years down the line. If you want to find out what you have in your franchise quarterback, like you drafted Mac Jones in the first round, you have to let him play football because there is a chance if he plays, Kevin, and plays well, you might not win a Super Bowl this year, obviously, but in the next two, three, or four years, you have a legitimate chance because you have him under center while he's making those mistakes with a decent football around him. You can correct them, learn, and he'll be better for it. Take a look at the Chicago Bears at this point here. Andy Dalton. Almost the same type of situation. We told you you would be the starter. Similarly to Cam Newton, you brought him back as a veteran. You didn't tell him, saying, hey, Cam, why don't you come back and mentor this young kid, Mac Jones? No, he expects to start, and I believe he's going to start game one. But now looking at the Chicago Bears, sure, you can break a promise, but you're breaking a promise to Andy Dalton. Is Andy Dalton the future of the Chicago Bears? Is he going to lead you to the playoffs or a Super Bowl run over the next two to three years? Absolutely not. But you know who can in two to three years? The same thing with Mac Jones. If Justin Fields is a good quarterback, put him on the field and let him learn from his mistakes. Your franchise quarterback that you traded up and drafted, he deserves to start week one because the only thing that the front office for the Bears should care about, the coaching staff and the fans, is how good of a season Justin Fields has this year. Not if Andy Dalton can go 3-3 three and three over the first six games. They both should start, but to me, Fields, the better chance of starting here, week one, I believe, than Mac Jones. I see it a little bit differently, and I think it's because I'm believing the promise that they made to Andy Dalton that he would start week one. I think there's some validity to maybe not wanting to say, here you go, Justin, the Rams defense on the road, Sunday night football to start your career. And maybe more importantly, Donnie, I'm not mad at actually people betting Mac Jones a plus 230 to start over Cam Newton. Look, I don't really think the Patriots did Cam any favors last year. I'm not sure how much better Matt Jones is than Cam Newton. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with, I think, how over Cam Newton that fan base is. And if he is outperformed this preseason comfortably by Matt Jones in the way it felt like he was, although it was a small sample size in the first game, there's going to be, I think, even people in that locker room that are ready to move on from Cam Newton. It didn't work last year, and I think that they would be ready to move on again this coming season. It would not shock me. We'll be previewing the game tomorrow, Patriots-Eagles. It would not shock me if we see a big Mac Jones performance, that plus 230 number, being chopped in half. We have one more hot or not. Before we get to it, though, I want to go to our guy, Dubs Anderson, here to help us get set. We've got the Northern Trust coming up. Justin Thomas, we have our eye on him. Let's hear what Dubs has to say about JT. 
We've got a pretty big event on the PGA Tour this week. We've got the Northern Trust to kickstart the FedEx Cup playoffs. And with big events, we need big-time players. And for me, I can't go past Justin Thomas at 27-1 to with the FanDuel Sportsbook. Now, JT won the Players' Championship earlier this year. But since then, he's been a little quiet compared to his usual standards. But for everyone writing him off, wake up. It's still Justin Thomas. And he's been contending with his B-grade stuff. And he's still a top-five golfer in the world. JT won the FedEx Cup playoffs back in 2017. And I I don't think he's far off making a run again this year. Look at Liberty National. This is a tough golf course. Short game's going to keep you in the mix. And this is JT, who does all the things well. Look at these stats. Third in strokes gain approach. 11th in strokes gain around these greens. And 57th in strokes gain off the tee. JT ticks all the boxes for me. The only thing that's been missing has been the putting. But the stroke looks good. He's just been down in confidence. I think Tokyo does him the world of good. And he comes into this one with a bit of rest. So I think he's motivated to make a bit of a run into these FedEx Cup playoffs at 27 to 1. Don't go past Justin Thomas to take out this week's Northern Trust. Have a FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost. I know this makes Donnie happy. He's been waiting for this. And it is a make the cut parlay at the Northern Trust. Brooks Kepka, Tony Finau, and Dubs' pick to maybe win the Northern Trust, Justin Thomas. Donnie, I don't know. Are we playing this FanDuel Sportsbook odds boost here at the Northern Trust? the hottest thing you're going to find here on Wednesday morning. Absolutely, we're playing playing this one because when you take a look at the guys mm -hmm. in there, Brooks Kepka, Justin Thomas, at the top of the field here as we take a look, and it seems like you try to find some value even on Tony Fino going all the way down there to about 60 to 1. But keep in mind, we're not worried about guys winning this tournament. We're worried about very good golfers playing very average golf to get to the weekend and cashing in a ticket. We've done very well on these, even if Tony Fina scared us on the last one a few weeks back by hitting a ball into the water on the 18th hole, but surviving for a par to advance to the weekend. I think we're going to get to the weekend with all three of these golfers. One of my most fun things to do on the FanDuel Sportsbook when they put up odds boost is in golf with the cut line. I think it's very fair. It's an advantageous price. You get three good golfers to play decent golf, and you can cash this ticket. I'm absolutely in on this one. Justin Thomas, minus 460 to make the cut. Brooks Kepka, minus 410 to make the cut. Tony Finau, minus 300 to make the cut. There we go. Of course, it's hot that we're playing this. The only question is, if it loses, will it be my fault for actually getting the bet in this time as opposed to the last one? I already, I can already imagine. Hey, Donnie, help help the people out here. Be like, I don't know, man. I, things aren't working over here. John Rom is the favorite though at the Northern Trust. So it'd be big to see Rom back. Remember, he was supposed to be playing at the Olympics. COVID stomped that for him. He's plus nine hundred. Half of the next closest golfer on the board. All right, we we'll take a break right here on the early line. Keep it locked here on Sportsbook. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. We are back right here 
on the early line, and it is time to give out an incredibly deserving hero of the night. So many good options from yesterday's slate, but there oh. really was only one because streaks need to be appreciated. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know I was doing a show with Barry Bonds, the home run king himself. Seven for seven, hero of the night, Donnie Wright side. Look at the photo. Look at the smile. Seven straight dinger Tuesdays. Batting 100%. Donnie Rice, the first time anyone's ever been able to collect a hero of the night. Come on down. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, it's just sensational stuff. Now, there's two things here. Number one, if you see the picture up on the screen, if you're watching through TV, that was from Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, so they brought that in. That's a great <laughs> photo by you guys there. But number two here, I'm looking on the schedule that we line up because we have a script each and every night, and I'm saying, here are the nights left blank. Maybe it's not updating uh -huh. for me. I don't really know what's going on right now, but I'll roll with the uh -huh. punches. I didn't even ask before the break coming back on. But the fact that now seven of seven, this isn't like, hey, seven straight wins after 19 straight losses on Dinger Tuesday. We started this seven weeks ago, and I picked a home run seven for seven over the past seven weeks. And now there's a little bit too much pressure on me for next Tuesday night, but I appreciate the picture. I appreciate the adulation. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Fernando Tatis, last night. But the simple fact that my picture is appearing of hero of the night is hilarious because the minute it popped up on my monitor here, I'm like, here we go, folks. But, yes, I'll take it. Hero of the night right here. This guy. <laughs> I had to stall Donnie with some PGA Tour talk. That way he didn't ask some big questions about who the hero <laughs> of the night actually was. Now, but again, I mean, like, last night I was going to say, I was like, oh, can I figure out Photoshop? I was going to put Donnie's face on Barry Bonds. I'm like, I don't know what oh, I'm doing. Goodness. We'll just give him out a hero of the night. Pressure makes diamonds. People are following Donnie left and right. Now, again, I mean, little, I mean, at least I picked the right game. Anything for KW? No love. It's all right. Donnie's the hero of the night, and he absolutely deserves it. We're coming on back. Hour number two of the early line. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 